Welcome to another Yorkshire podcast. We're joined by Emma from York Gin this week. And uh, it's first off, it's very good to have you with us. Oh, thanks for having me. Nice to be here. How how has um, lockdown been treating you over these last few weeks? Uh, well, I think it's been interesting, let's put it that way. Um, so, yeah, we've been we've had to change what we do, really, because obviously um, we make gin in York and everyone's been knows about it, which is fantastic. And we've been really grateful to all the all our local customers who've basically gone, right, that's fine, we will buy from you. And they're buying online because our main thing before was obviously we had our local customers, but um, we, we uh, relied on pubs and restaurants and bars and uh, visitors to York. So it's been quite a change for us. Um, and I suppose probably a little bit stressful, but mostly just you know, we're, we're trying to work out what's going on like everybody else. I suppose it's been quite, probably quite nice. Um, like I'm, I'm sure a lot of um, people who have got their their businesses online at the moment uh, to know that there's that support there for you still as well during this time. Yes, no, it's lovely. It has to be said, we've been really grateful to the fantastic people of York who have rallied really. And I uh, really do seem to be doing a lot more kind of shopping local which is good for everybody and we've got our own little electric van so we've got a 100% green energy van that we just take things around in so so we're trying to trying to do the right thing um obviously we've had to close the shop which has been a bit distressing but there's nothing much we can do about that until we can do it safely there's no opening it and in what what made you start york gin up in the first place Uh, how many how long have you been going for now so um we got our first bottles out on March uh, the 1st 2018 so not that long ago only two years really um it was one of those things what like it was a good idea that happened around the pub table like all good ideas do is that why didn't York have a gin it seemed ridiculous because there are so many pubs and it's such a fantastic place for sort of being socializing and, and, and enjoying yourself and it's such a historic iconic place it was kind of baffling why there wasn't an official distillery here did a bit of poking around and there's definitely been some illegal distillation happening over the centuries but we seem to be the first uh, legal distillery in York and we got it established um, in Acaster Malbis which is about a mile and a half two miles down Bishop Fork Road um, just out but still within the city boundaries yeah so, but that's where our distillery is yeah so it's me um, and uh, it's, a, it's a bunch of friends. So we all, we all live in very close to each other. Really, the binding situation being all know each other from the pub and all our kids went to school together kind of thing. And it was a, it was very much a, it seems a lovely idea, but it was very much a local idea. We didn't take, we haven't borrowed any money. We basically did it as like, if you can't afford to do it, we shouldn't be doing it kind of kind of yeah. business model. Yeah. Um, so it was it was like that. And so the, the rule was don't lose the house. Do you know what I mean? Put in what you can afford to lose. <laughs> Uh, which means, which, which means, we are basically going to distillery in in a chicken shed rather than a big grand building. Should I mean because we we wanted to be able to to start to afford to lose if it didn't work. Um, and obviously, it's, and something like that at the minute, it's actually been quite useful because we haven't got any bank loans <laughs> and we haven't. You know what I mean? So even though the, the business is completely sort of totally changed in terms of what what you know what we're selling and things, it, it doesn't mean that we're in massive trouble. So we hopefully we can just we can ride it out. That's the, that's the idea. <laughs> Did you ever expect it to be um, quite as popular as it, it has been? No, we were we were we were amazed at how fast it grew when we first when we first started. I mean, we first put our head above the parapet about about the January of two thousand eighteen, saying we're doing this, and the phone didn't stop ringing. We didn't have we, the marketing plan such as we had it didn't really didn't really materialise because we didn't have to make a call to start with. 
um, people got it. They understood that that York needed a gin. We definitely made sure that we did it well. I mean, we we were quite respectful of where we are. We didn't want to. You could have bought something, you know, from a man, a big manufacturer and slapped York Gin label on it. it, it that is a a way of doing this sort of business. Um, but we were very sure we wanted to make it here, make it traditionally, and make a world class gin. So we've been really fussy uh, about that sort of prioritizing that bit over everything else so we're really pleased that that's been recognized we've got quite a lot of medals and bits and bobs and uh, s- some of the best gins in the world we've been told so there we go so we're very proud of that and really pleased to sort of fly the flag for york on that front yeah you've managed to pick up a few awards on the way it's been it, that must have been a, a real a real buzz i suppose yeah, it's lovely. Or you think one of those things you just don't it, you don't know about it till you're in the industry either. Do you know what I mean? It's like how, how did this happen? <laughs> and you go, and then you, you, you basically you do just you not you put your own gin vintage for competitions. Basically, do you know what I mean? It's not like it's not a sort of random event entirely. So you, there are a bunch of sort of recognised places that will sort of do a you know a rating for you basically, and you put it in. But thousands and thousands of these gins go in every year um, to each of them. So to actually become out, come out like the the old Tom that we. The, our most recent sort of one where we got the world the, the best old tom in england and there was there were you know hundreds if not thousands in that category do you know what i mean so it's like we've we're really chuffed yeah we're actually really chuffed it's quite a bit of a buzz um, and it means that we've you know it, it it's nice to be able to be really proud of your product it's yeah. not a, it's not just a mark it's not a marketing exercise it's like come on you will really like this it's a really good thing to have try it <laughs> do you know what i mean so that's 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 a that's a pleasure and that we found that also in the shop it's just people enjoy working with us because it's because it's not, it's it, you're happy for people to try it. Do you know what I mean? You're, you're actually thinking they're getting something good. <laughs> what what for you makes the perfect gin? The perfect gin. Well, for me, well, I, I, my favourite is still our original one, which is the our York Gin London Dry. Um, it it's something that you should be able to drink neat. It shouldn't hurt at all. Um, it sh- you shouldn't be able to you should be able to get juniper first, but everything else should be really subtle and balanced. I mean, and so and. With, Basically, you want to be able to have several of them without going, mm, that's a bit interesting, I'll move to something else now. That's my perfect gin. I mean, not something that's not so, hasn't got a bizarre flavour. There's some very interesting ones out there, in inverted commas, um, which are kind of quirky. But you'll find that actually most people can't drink more than one of them. And that's not what you want when you uh, <laughs> when you have your perfect gin. Yeah. So, uh, obviously, you've got the the original and then you've, you've what? What are the what are the others in in the York Gin range? Okay, so we have uh, York Gin London Dry, which I just talked about, uh, which is like a really classic recipe. It's like only using botanicals that have been around for the last couple of hundred years. Um, we had the Roman Fruit, which is a full strength gin, so that's a really popular one as well because it's sort of it's a really purpley, beautiful colour, yeah. um, but it has no sugar, and the colour just comes from hibiscus and raspberry, strawberry, and apple and blackberry. So they're they're the fruits that the Romans introduced to the British Isles. Not that we didn't have fruit in the British Isles before the Romans came, but the varieties that we now eat tend to be the ones that the Romans brought through. Um, so we have those. Uh, that's a really popular one. Just I think partly because of the colour, but also it's no sugar in it. It's just really vibrant and lovely. Um, we have the um, an our outlaw gin, which is a fifty-seven percent gin. So that's an extra strong one. It's a navy strength gin. 
It's um, almost like a whiskey, that one, isn't it? Yes, it's, you know what? A lot of whiskey drinkers really like it. And it, we often say, try it just neat over ice and, and sip it like you would a whiskey. Do you know what I mean? It's, it's a thing of beauty. That one won a massive medal as well. It won a double gold medal in San Francisco, which is quite rare. A double gold is like a unanimous gold from everybody. Um, so we were really chuffed with that. Um, and that it really is a, a, a thing of beauty. And we sort of named it Outlaw because we've got so many baddies in York with like guys all <laughs> It's got a nice black label, so it kind of has, it has quite a wide appeal, um, and it, it looks great. And uh, it, yeah, so we're pleased with that one. Um, it's it's super, super strong, it's super good. Um, and then we have the Grey Lady, uh, which we worked. That was an exclusive with the Theatre Royal that we did because they had their um, 275th anniversary last year. And they wanted to do something to celebrate with a local company. And they did a couple of different companies and we made a gin for them. And the Grey Lady is actually their, their ghost. I don't know if you, you know about that. Um, she she haunts the place benevolently. Um, if you see the Grey Lady, you're going to have a good theatre show, apparently. So she's, it's all very nice. But um, so we have a, a grey grain, that has a, a Earl Grey tea in it um, and a tiny bit of pea flower. It's a kind of a ghostly blue colour. It's really pretty. Again, a hugely popular and everyone wanted it so actually it's no longer exclusive we have it in it is one of our core range now and the one i mentioned just before was the old tom so an old tom is a, a victorian style gin and we work with andrew pern who's uh obviously don't know if people know the star in the city at the star at harem yeah. he's a michelin starred chef so he actually makes the the infusion sugar syrup that goes in there and i say sugar it's still not a sweet gin it's still a really dry gin um and use a tiny amount of that but it's all made from the curves from his garden um and the kitchen garden which has got really traditional stuff and an, an old tom used to they used to add things to to gins in the past because they sometimes weren't very palatable <laughs> so it's a high <laughs> high stuff by using that, that sort of method is like to add a load of extra herbs and stuff to sort of kill the flavor but obviously ours isn't like that ours is extremely super smooth um and again we just we, we won a bucket load of awards three massive gold medals won one of the best six gins in the world as well last year so that's our our five and i'm gonna have a little plug for our we've just we've just launched a, a discovery box actually uh, which means you can try all five with paired mixers and paired garnishes and we'll deliver that free anywhere in the country to you and um and we've got little videos and stuff and we'll talk you through it and we can watch our we have a little we have a little show we have an online show as well not a podcast but a, 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 a we do it on facebook and youtube where we you know talk you through the gins and have a chat with you it's good fun that's on a friday yeah you do you've been doing those for the last few weeks haven't you now over. we have i think we're on week 12 or 10 something oh, like that I, Ter- I think terrifying <laughs> gin history and stories and culture and art and just it's great it's, it's so embedded in our culture is gin and drinking do you know what I mean that it's just there's such a massive seam of stuff that you can chat about it's fascinating and it's been a laugh and we've got a quite a good like hardcore following of people now who's go right I know when the weekend's starting it's, it feels like you're going out with mates do you know what I mean so you just you, you join Joe and Susanna who two of our got our fab team who work at the shop normally and they're just doing this for fun, really. Um, but they'll t- talk you through it. They, they've done loads of research. We've got loads of fun facts and trivia, and we give prizes away. And it's, you know, it's just something to try and lift the spirits a bit because it's, it's interesting times. <laughs> yeah, I know our 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 very own cat featured in uh, in in one of the shows a couple of weeks back. Oh, marvelous, marvelous. So, um, so we, we we made sure to keep an eye out for that, and we've we've sort of tuned in every every other week, I think, for now every when we can. <laughs> Yeah, Fantastic! So, oh yeah. Um, yeah, it's it's good fun. It's good. It's been good to see people actually trying to be that that slightly little bit in, inventive with with the way they they promote their products. I think, and that I think that's certainly something that you've 
done quite successfully, I'd say, over these last few weeks. Uh, well, thank you. Yeah, it's, it's, it's difficult to know how to measure <clears throat> success, but it's, it's, it's given, us a, given us a nice shape to the week. It means that we can still talk to people. Do you know what I mean? Because we, we have very much were relying on, you know, on the shop and things. Do you know what I mean? Where people come and we could talk to them and let them try it and, you know, really infuse. And, and, and we need that outlet because it's, it's a very, it, you know, it's not just a product. It's definitely part of a personality. Do you know what I mean, so, yeah, trying to do things differently has been the, been, <laughs> Well, it's been necessary, hasn't it, really? Otherwise, yeah. you're just be- kind of burying your head in the sand and hoping it all goes away. But I have a suspicion nothing's going to be quite as it ever was again. So we need to find different ways of working. <laughs> yeah, it sort, of, it sort of feels... It's sort of with the good fun that it comes across as well is that it's it, for some people that are out there as well, they probably don't have... They're not, they might be in lockdown on their own or, or not yeah. Not many people with them. So it's, it's quite nice to have something out there for for them to sort of be able to just maybe sit and have a drink and have, well, with, with like virtual friends, I guess, isn't it? Uh, absolutely. It really is. It's quite fun. So obviously we, we, you can watch it anytime because we record it as well, so you can watch it. But if you actually come to the live show at six on a Friday, um, there's, a, there's a whole load of chit-chat going on in the in the com- you know in the comments it's very funny people chat to each other and answer the questions and because joe and susanna will ask you something about gin or a question or something but it's not, it's not a test you know it doesn't matter if you get it right or wrong nobody cares but um but you'll find people debating it and having a laugh at each other and taking the mick out of each other and it's just really it's really sweet it, it definitely is a, a social event and you're right i think and some people are, are definitely in isolating or shielding and it gives them an opportunity to um yeah something a bit public and social which is quite pleasant what so um, what's your what's your biggest piece of gin trivia then you just mentioned some trivia what what's your biggest <laughs> my favorite was, was some fantastic quotes obviously so for you know there's some very very famous people that love gin um so who said for example that the gin and tonic has saved more englishmen's lives and minds than anything else any doctors in the empire who, do you, who, said, who said that do you think oh who would have said that I'm going to be sat here all day trying to think. Go on, put me out of misery. <laughs> it, it's Churchill. Oh. Winston Churchill, who, who, was, who was a notorious gin drinker. In fact, he, we had, there's, a, there's a martini called the Churchill, which is you, you pour your gin into your martini glass and then you nod to Italy and then you drink your gin. So basically, <laughs> it's just neat gin. Because <laughs> he, would, he would nod at the bottle of vermouth or nod in the direction of Italy. He didn't actually add any vermouth to his martini or anything. It's just, just neat gin. So the Churchill is just basically neat gin. <laughs> <laughs> which is quite sweet so, so, so we, we like a bit of Churchill he often he often comes in and we like film references like uh, fabulous Casablanca has got uh, a couple of cocktails in and they only they only name the gin cocktails which is rather nice so they've got a French 75 which is champagne and gin and uh, things like that and some daft things but anyway you should definitely watch the shows because it's film references we've got paintings we've got you know all sorts of book references and bits and bobs Dickens has a lot of things to say about gin not all of them uh complimentary but always good quote (laughs) (laughs) so yeah lots of fun stuff and they're really good ones about you know the largest gin and juice in the world was actually you know who did that got a world record for the biggest gin and juice which is kind of americans like gin and juice gin and gin and orange basically um he did the biggest one in the world any idea who made on stage the largest gin and juice in the world on stage all Not I can... someone I'd have guessed. <laughs> I mean, all I can think of is Elvis, but that's probably completely wrong. It, yeah, it's much more much more recent than that, and definitely in the last ten years, maybe oh, five the, years, in fact. In the last ten years, uh, mm-hmm. oh. <laughs> 
All, all that, all that is coming to my head is Madonna now for some reason. Oh, see, that would have been cool. I like, that would have been cool. Actually, of all people, Snoop Dogg. Really? I know. Would you have guessed? You wouldn't have guessed. Would I would have Crazy. never have got that. Yeah, because he, he had a song with Katy Perry called Gin and Juice. Yes, and, of uh, and then he, and then he, and then, uh, then he, then he, they decided to break the world record by making the largest one on stage and it had like I don't know about 400 bottles of gin or something in it. it's like crazy. <laughs> and it's fabulous fabulous picture of him with this humongous gin so it's, it's culturally it's everywhere it's, it's quite it's quite you know it's not it's not just sort of Churchill it's Snoop Dogg and you know Dickens and yeah. all sorts of fun things so <laughs> what's what's been the what was sort of the the processes of putting these gins together then when you've you've sort of worked on them how how quickly does it go from development to your final product it really depends so the very first one we did obviously we did quite a bit but not not as long as you'd think because uh the team me particularly and and harry um were quite gin fiendy anyway so you kind of knew what you're aiming for and it's not a secret what's in it so it's really about picking the quality botanicals and then getting the balance right so probably a few months for the very very first one um maybe a bit longer do you know what I mean? Fiddling around, and you do actually get people to try it. Do you know what I mean? So you do definitely have different you know, blind tasting, and not so much the actual just the gin, but actually where to cut the gin. I don't know if you understand and know anything about the process of making it, but when you first put the still on, the first bits that come out are very very strong, ninety percent, ninety five percent, or something. And then over time, as it, as the still runs, it drops, um, and it keeps you know the alcohol will keep coming, and eventually it'll drop right down to twenty percent. So you only you want to keep the heart of it, but choosing where to cut it is 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 quite a trick and it depends on people's palate so we use lots of uh, friends and willing volunteers to, to decide that point um and ours are quite narrow so we that we only collect sort of the very very heart of it um the other bits we reuse and we can recycle them don't, don't waste anything but um you'll find that with um cheaper gins maybe supermarkety ones um you'll find that their cuts are very wide because obviously it saves you a bit of cash um but those are the ones where you start getting some people don't like gin if they, they sometimes get some smell a bit soapy or um can cut your throat and if the cut throat bit is because they're putting it in taking the, the front bit too early and the soapy bit is when they're leaving it right towards the end because they're often coriander's in gin almost always and that could have a slightly soapy flavor if you boil it so um so it's, you've got to be quite careful. So I can always rec- you can recognise a cheap one a mile away. Uh-huh. Yes, oh yeah, <laughs> I've had a, I've had a few of them. I think. Yeah, yeah, and it's 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 really interesting when you've had. Some people think they don't like gin. Sometimes they find they don't like the tonic, and they've never had a gin without a tonic. And actually, it's a tonic they don't like or the quinine. Um, but often the time, if you're having it, it, it's like saying you don't like. I don't know. You don't like wine or something. It's very unlikely you don't like all wines. Do you know what I mean? Um, it's time there's definitely time to try some quality ones and just have a small amount of a good quality one it's, it's, a, it's a revelation they are they are different beasts yeah <laughs> um yeah really are so yeah so some of them some of them are quite quick the the outlaw we, we managed to do very fast um the work, working with andrew pern was a dream because he's such an expert um we, you know um it, it wasn't many many experiments we went this is a thing of beauty we've created here and we we're very pleased with it um and other things will probably take longer, but it's 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 getting quality getting quality botanicals and using your nose is just the key, really. Um, and on this podcast, we normally ask people for their sort of ideal meal, and in in your case as well, we'll we'll ask you for your ideal drink. I'm sure that might be a little <laughs> might, be obvious. might be obvious. <laughs> um, but but if you if you were to be 
anywhere having a meal if you to have something at home or if you were to be eating out somewhere what what's what's the on the menu for you oh i don't know oh, well i'm vegan so so that cuts it down which makes it quite easy sometimes because you go it's one option i'll have that <laughs> um but again anything anything with beautiful quality i love vegetables and you know what i mean and just really good with things with tomato as we said at the minute i would i would kill for gazpacho sitting on the beach if i'm honest i would that would be that would be my perfect thing at the minute so that's cold soup if you don't know it anybody. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but beautiful but beautiful do you know what I mean a, a decent tomato from a dusty kind of tomato making a gazpacho brilliant that'd be my thing and then a, a nice big gin alongside it I'm a guessing. large D&T with it yeah it basically is a pint it's got to last me it's got to last me the full beach experience oh yeah full full few hours <laughs> yeah if you've ever been to spain and then they if you've ever had a gnt in spain they 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 freeport in a quite a magnificent and terrifying way um it's it has been known for people to say stop <laughs> stop <pulling>. they, <laughs> they seem to do that quite a lot i've noticed on the continent they, they, yeah. they just free pour anything and you it's it's your own your own look after that i think i know exactly so i mean i, I definitely had one where i've gone Oh goodness! I didn't quite realise how much alcohol I just had. Then <laughs> we don't—you wouldn't get that here, unfortunately. But you definitely, you know, it's uh, it's definitely a Spanish Spanish coastal thing where they just stand there, almost daring you to say, "Go on, then." <laughs> Probably not. Probably not perfect, but right now it seems like a really lovely prospect. <laughs> it, it seems it sounds actually quite ideal, especially on a on a day like today where it's quite well. Yeah, it's, it's not, a bit, not cl- bit cloudy. Bit cloudy. Um, what what have we got to look forward to over the next few months from York Gin? Then have we got any other exciting projects we, on the go? We have. Well, we've got the Discovery Box, which I mentioned, which I definitely recommend people try. It's a really good gift for people as well because it's free delivery anywhere, so you can send it all around the UK to people if you want to show off a thing of York, which is rather nice. Um, we will probably open the distillery fairly shortly for gifts to visitors because we can do that safely because we've got some outside space. So that's be nice to be able to welcome people back down to buy stuff directly from us. At least we can say hello then notice the distance uh we have a new gin coming uh we're 90 percent there with it i think um which will be a bit more homage to our city's history probably um and people have been asking for it so we're going to do it i think <laughs> i won't tell you what it is just in case it doesn't happen but uh but it has a it has a connection with our sweet past oh but, but it still doesn't have any sugar in it <laughs> Oh, I like the sound of that. Though that, if if it's if it's anything to do with what I think it might be to do with, I'm I'm quite into those sort of gins at the minute. So that's uh, cool. um, <laughs> so that's a positive. Um, just um, just so people can actually find find where you're at and want to come and have a look at all things York Gin at the minute. Where where can they find you? The best thing is obviously online at the minute, people. So yorkgin.com, please. Obviously, we're all over the social media as ever. So it's yorkgin on Facebook, yorkgin on Instagram, whatever. Um, the distillery won't be open all day, every day, because we have still have to keep people. We have certain things. So it'll be look, look on the website, see when we're, when, we're, when we're open, if you want to come and see us. Um, and hopefully we can have the shop open in some kind of form. Depends if, it really just depends how to do these things safely. Do you know what I mean? And it's we're kind of a bit wait and see a little bit because we've got a very ancient building the shop is actually a, a 15th century building so we, there's no there's very little we can do in terms of mashing it up yeah. <laughs> um and and we've got one door in one one door so it's just no way of 
stopping people passing each other within like about 50 centimetres. So it's like, wonder if we can work from outside or what we do. Do you know what I mean? So it, it's, it's a, in, in, I say, interesting times, challenging. <laughs> Certainly in, innovative as well in, in the way people are, are trying to get things done. Yes, exactly, exactly. I mean, people, you still need your gin, don't you? Do you know what I mean? It's not like everybody it's always i think it's it's like an essential it's actually in you know it's in the mark you know the uh typical supermarket basket that they do where they (laughs) compare the prices of things each month i mean well gin is in that basket now it has been for the last year and a half because it's 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 considered a household essential so it's an essential people get your gin (laughs) i'd absolutely agree it's definitely an essential in our house we've We've even got a gin trolley in our house, so it's oh, marvellous, very, marvellous. very essential in this house. Um, Emma, thank you very much for chatting to us today. It's been an absolute joy to chat to you. Oh, you're very welcome. Thank you very much for having me.